Part 1, Chapter 1, 12th of June Her office was on the top floor of a red-brick four-story building just off Shaftesbury Avenue. The other floors belonged to an advertising agency and a big international media company. Two code-locked glass doors protected sharp-suited executives from the outside world, while a security guard the size of a wrestler watched from inside. Everything else in the street was either dead or dying. Two empty stores, one a shoe shop, one an antiques dealer, had long since gone. Adjacent to that was a boarded-up Italian restaurant with a huge, now-closed sign in the window. The last man standing was a video rental store that looked like it was on its way out. Two men were arguing in an empty room with only a single DVD rack and some faded film posters for company. It was a warm June evening. The sun had been out all day, although somewhere out of sight it felt like rain might be lying in wait. I'd brought a jacket just in case, but for the moment I was in a black button-up shirt, denims, and a pair of black leather shoes I'd bought in Italy. They were the genuine article from the Galleria Vittorio Emanuele in Milan, but I didn't wear them much. Mostly their purpose in life was to cut my feet to shreds. Yet they were a sacrifice worth making for the woman I was meeting. Liz emerged from one of the elevators in the foyer about fifteen minutes later. People had been filing out of the building steadily since five, but the office she worked in was also the office she ran, so she tended to be the last one out. She spotted me immediately, standing in the doorway of the now-defunct antique shop, and I was struck by how beautiful she looked. Dark eyes flashing as she smiled, long chocolate hair pulled back from a face full of natural angles. Elizabeth Feeney, solicitor advocate, had thrived in a city packed with dominant males. She'd gone up against bigger fish and won. She'd taken their clients and retained them. She'd brought together a team of formidable lawyers under the umbrella of Feeney and Company, and she'd fronted a number of high-profile cases that had secured her growing reputation. It would have been difficult not to be impressed by her, even if I hadn't been seeing her for eight months and living next door to her for a lot longer. She completely looked the part, moving across the road toward me in a white blouse and black pencil skirt that traced the gentle curves of her body. But her biggest asset was that, when she smiled, she made you feel like the only person in the room. That was a useful skill when you were pacing the floor of a court. Mr. Raker, she said, and kissed me. Elizabeth. She gave me a gentle slap. She hated being called Elizabeth, and I brought her into me and kissed her on the top of the head. How was your day? I asked. Full of meetings. We stayed like that for a moment. This was new for both of us. It had been two and a half years since my wife Darren had died of breast cancer, and almost sixteen since we'd first met. Liz was married at twenty-one, pregnant six months later, and divorced shortly after that. She spent two years bringing up her daughter Katie before returning to the law degree she'd started and completing her training as a solicitor. She hadn't dated seriously since before she'd married her husband. 
"'Where are we eating?' she asked. "'There's an Italian place I know,' I shifted us, still together, around to face the closed restaurant just down from where we were standing. She squeezed me. "'You're a funny man, Raker!' I booked us a table at a South African place just off Covent Garden. We can get drunk on Castle Lager. South African? Ever had Babuti? Can't say I have. We started walking slowly. Well, tonight's your lucky night. The restaurant was in a narrow cellar in a side street between Covent Garden Market and the Strand. The stone walls had holes carved in them, framed photographs of South Africa sitting inside. In the one closest to us, the Ferris wheel at Gold Reef City was caught in black and white, frozen for a moment against a markless sky.